0: You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. I'm going to start it off just reading the actual definition from OxfordLanguages.com of a narcissist, noun, a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. Narcissism personality qualities include thinking very highly of oneself, needing admiration, believing others are inferior, and lacking empathy for others.
1: I heard a really good statement by Jordan Peterson, who is kind of a new age philosopher. Really good. I like his stuff, and he said, "How do I identify a narcissist?" Because we throw that word around a lot. Yeah, men and narcissism. They coat confidence and make you believe it's competence when actually it's just like this overconfidence and you don't really get to see that they're not competent in what they're confident in until you get to know the real them. Mm-hmm. And he was saying a very easy way to identify a man that is a narcissist. He lacks empathy, and he makes everything over-the-top confident because he lacks competence. Mm
0: -hmm. Like we were reading about Kyron last night in our studies, you teach most what you most need to learn.
1: You said it better, though. You said you teach most what you best learned? Something like that. Something like that. You said it really good. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: But I'm going to play the devil's advocate here because... The way I see it is nobody is born and said, I'm going to be a narcissist when I grow up. Nobody wants to be a narcissist. Who do you know that if you can go up to and be like, hey, you really fit the definition. You're such a narcissist. They're like, hell yeah. Nobody. They don't like it. Yeah. And so I look at that definition and I think, hold on. I I can put myself under some of those definitions. And I am confused because... We live in a culture called social media, where you share selfies, pictures of yourself. People are editing and using filters. Don't you think using a filter when you go on Instagram or TikTok is being a narcissist? You're making yourself look better. You're making yourself feel
1: more confident. And you're not thinking
0: empathetic. No one who's using it. That's a broad statement, but people who are using a filter are not thinking, What if a 16 year old girl who's just now experimenting with makeup and her fashion is seeing this, thinking, This is what I look like. But if she came over, she'd see the creases in my forehead or the dark spots around my lips. The, Isn't that narcissism?
1: It is, but I think for me, what identifies it with people is where is your intent? If I could rip you open and see your intent behind your decision was your intent to manipulate then yes you are one if your intent wasn't to manipulate you're just a lost person I think maybe that's a little different but it does bundle a lot of things under one umbrella that you have to start pulling apart and being like oh I'm not a narcissist I'm just a hurt person or oh shit I do have malicious intent with everything
0: And a person who has excessive interest or admiration of themselves. I think the people who announce their unfollowing are narcissists. It's like, okay, you don't like this content or that person. Why do you have to shout it in a comment section? That's thinking I matter more than any of this. So I'm going to, you know what I mean?
1: But honestly, at the end of the day, we all are because... I can look back at decisions I've made in my life and they were very self-serving, even though the intent was trying to be pure. Mm -hmm. They were very self-serving reasons I did things. So, yeah, I mean, you can be be a beautiful narcissist, (laughs) but you're still a narcissist, we all are.
0: But I just feel like our culture of let me document my life, what I'm eating, my selfie, is that not narcissism?
1: It is, because if we were all opposite... This is we had a conversation or is it
0: creative expression.
1: In, intent. It depends on what your intent is. If you're a Pisces and you just <laughs> love being creative and artistic and showcasing your your inner being, like yeah. cool. But some people do use it as a means. Perfect example. The picture I showed you the other day, when I said I'm very I'm getting very clear on who my friends are and they mm-hmm. don't take pictures standing outside a private jet reaching and grabbing bags in their G Wagon. Yeah.
0: Nothing wrong with that. Just Nothing wrong with it. People.
1: But do I think that person who put that post up was doing it in a very narcissistic manner? Yes, because he knew the picture would grab your attention because the caption had nothing to do with... The picture, the, no. Nothing.
0: So, Or like you see some influencer models just so Photoshopped up and the caption is, live life for you. Yes, yes. Show in your butt. Travel. <laughs> yes, the girls who They're show like, their wait butt. Wait a second. It's cool <laughs>
1: if you show your butt, but say like, really plou- really proud of my glutes nowadays. Don't say... Like showing your bikini butt and then saying, like, Be proud the woman of you, you are, are. <laughs> is a peaceful being. It's like this, this has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Like, with it's like a screen. dude showing yeah. his package in the front and then saying, I am one with God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, namaste. Namaste. <laughs> yeah. And so I look at this and I think, well, everybody is a narcissist in a Mm -hmm. way. But then there's such a fine line that is dangerous for us human beings who have such linear thought process of what do they tell you on the Internet? Be you. Be confidently you. Mm -hmm. Choose yourself. Right?
1: Be confident.
0: Body confidence.
1: There's. We look at our language. We have so many words to define different things. When, How many words can describe sadness? So many. Instead of just saying sad. So there should be just like, right now I'm being a good person. Right now I'm being a bad person. But instead, it's like, well, I'm not really a bad person. Wait, I'm a narcissist. But I'm not a narcissist. I'm gaslighting. I'm like, no, I'm just being a bad person. Mm -hmm. So...
0: Hmm. feel that they deserve privileges and special treatment. My God, if you just go to a coffee shop in any town, you're going to see people who feel they deserve privileges and special treatment. Remember
1: the one you, you saw walk up and he was like, she wanted almond milk.
0: Yes, you guys. And I the was dude was just, like, okay. I was talking to a barista guy being like, yo, you are so good at that latte art. And he was smiling I'm like, thank you. And some guy comes up and just pours his like coffee on the table and slides it over Brashley was like she wanted almond milk and the guy was just smiling like okay how about hey we asked for some almond milk could you please just put a little splash
1: <laughs> i tell you <laughs> what y'all new englanders it. man yeah yeah i know
0: and so it's everywhere but maybe that's why we throw around the word narcissist has become hot to just you know, it's so popular that we all of a sudden read about it on social media and then look around our circle and mm-hmm. <laughs> point, it, point it out because it's got such a negative connotation to it. It's scary.
1: Yeah. Anytime you do something wrong, if I wanted to, I could, and vice versa, you could look at me and say, dude, you're being such a narcissist right now. It's got such and an honestly, ugly
0: definition to it.
1: You would only be saying it not to help me heal. You would be saying it because you want to have that power right? of like... You're wrong. I'm right.
0: Right. And women especially, we are so afraid if we have pets or children or family to take care of, we are so afraid of people calling us selfish or Mm -hmm. narcissistic. If we want to take a break from raising children or take a break from being partners, Mm -hmm. we can't. We're selfish. We're narcissistic. So there's that stigma and that fear of I can never get a break or go be myself because that's selfish. That's narcissistic. I can't choose me.
1: At the end of the day, as long as you can look in the mirror and say, you gave your best today in whatever you know way it was, you know your intent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So today's Astro Advice column episode was sent in by a Cancer Sun, Leo Moon, Scorpio Rising. Oh, saucy. Mm. I say that about every chart, but I just imagine this personality, the Cancer Sun, so sweet. Sweet so giving. Their hearts, they just walk around with open hearts and I want to jump in front of them and protect negative energies from siphoning that love from Cancer Suns. She has a Leo moon. This is one of my favorite placements in people because these people just love fun. They're forever young, forever kids. Life should be easy and fun and enjoyable. And a Scorpio rising, oh, these are also people who have a magnetic aura to them. They came here to be healers. So when I look at her, chart i see oh girl you are delicious and real true narcissists see you walking down the street like a juicy chocolate cake and they want to take a bite of it we already know that but if Mm -hmm. she learns to protect her energy set boundaries oh god everyone who's around her is blessed yeah so she writes in can you tell a narcissist by their chart she says my husband is a Libra sun, Aquarius moon, Leo rising, and I believe he is low-key a narcissist, or what they call a mid-narcissist. He has somewhat of a moral compass, and he does have a heart when it comes to our boys, our three boys. Oh, he's, she's saying he does have a heart when it comes to our three boys. Mm-hmm. But I noticed he has no water signs in his chart except for his Pluto, whereas I have a lot of water in my chart and I am very emotional. I do believe we were placed in each other's lives to learn from each other, but I am coming up on my Saturn return. She's a Saturn in Pisces. And for a while now, I have struggled with the thought that we have completed what we came into each other's lives for and have been contemplating a divorce for a while. It's almost like our soul contract is done. But at times, I can see him trying to be more compassionate and trying to save our marriage. But is it just in his bones to lack empathy, like no water in his chart? Will I be running in circles, torturing myself with a hope of things changing? Also, can you tell if someone is a narcissist just by looking at their chart? I appreciate you guys more than you will ever know. Your podcast has been a saving grace for me on my darkest days. Thank you. Signed. Cancer sun. So sweet, that last comment. So just to... I'll let you speak. I can see over there like... When she says, I notice he has no water signs in his chart except for his Pluto. So guys, there's what we call generational planets, which is Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto. These guys are outer planets. So they're so far out, away from the sun in the orbit, that they're generational. So... Baby J was born in 1987, I'm 1988. (coughs) People born like five years before us and five years after us are all. Pluto and Scorpio generation. So for Neptune and Uranus, same thing. You're going to look at what house, what pie slice in that zodiac wheel that these planets occupy to see how they play out. So saying that your husband has his Pluto and Scorpio, you can omit that that's a water sign. It's salt and pepper in Mm -hmm. his chart. It's not the meat and potatoes. Yeah. So now that we got that off, what do you think? (sighs) I could see
1: A couple things. And I'm your feet on the ground approach. You're the feet on the ground. You're the masculine 3D worldly before
0: I get into the stars. Yeah,
1: so I think our little cancer here puts too many definitions on things. Mm -hmm. Way too many. And you're trying to define something that may not. Look at her picture,
0: her email picture. It's a kitten. Kitten. It's so cute.
1: I think, and you may not like to hear this but I think it's something you need to look at and decide for you what's best. But I think you're putting too many definitions on things. Mm -hmm. You use so many terms that we're defining something that may or may not be. And when you start to define things too much, you stuff them in a box and it's really hard to get them out of that box. So saying like, I feel like our karmic lesson was learned and our, um, our, our soul contract is up. Like I get it because we've all been there. But at the end of the day, remove meaning, remove everything and look at it from a big bird's eye view perspective and say, are our values not aligned? Or are we just in a weird place right now as individuals? And then also, what was his childhood like? Mm. Right? If he were somebody that was beaten, abused his whole life, like affection and being watery, whether he has it in his chart or not, feet on the ground, affection may be hard. And so... What I say, and and I I hate that it's the female asking this because I like to, I'd like to tell men to lead by example more than I, you know, women have to lead by example almost too much nowadays. But I would say, why do you love him? What did you fall in love with? Mm -hmm. Remove meanings, remove everything. Are his values still what you fell in love with? Has he grown in certain ways? Just maybe not as fast as you. And do you still see a future with him because of those values? And you're going to have to lead by example. You have so much water just in the big three. Cancer sun, Scorpio Scorpio rising. Like example, I write little letters to Steph every single morning on her little water I make. But how could I ever one day, and I have a Cancer rising and a Scorpio moon. So, I have that watery feeling, right? But how could I ever expect her or anyone else around me to maybe, maybe, maybe one day reciprocate something back if I don't lead by example? So, I would ask her that. I would say, How are you leading by example in an emotional way? Because what I think is she may be holding herself back, hoping that he will be more watery. And that's not, maybe that's not who he is. Mm-hmm. Maybe he needs to be shown.
0: Yeah. Beautifully said. I see in his chart here, his Saturn is in the fifth house. You share this placement. So Saturn puts limitations and restrictions (coughs) on places in the fifth house of children, creativity, self-expression. A lot of people with Saturn here are robbed of a childhood. They mm. don't know who they are. They don't get to play in the proverbial sandbox of life to figure out who am I? What do I like? And I often see after their first Saturn return, they get to do that. They We're get to be kids. They get to do that. And that could make him look like he's being narcissistic.
1: So I wonder if <clears throat> I wonder if he hasn't made it past his Saturn return cuz no, she's his just was coming out. A up.
0: while ago his is in Capricorn. Oh, it was. So he's okay. probably around my age.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: hmm Yeah. So he's, but that sounds like, and they had children because mm-hmm. their three boys are six, four, and two. Yeah. So he definitely had a Saturn return baby, but mm-hmm. this was him saying, whoa, I want to play now. My Saturn's in Capricorn, but it's in the fifth house. Now I feel safe, secure. Maybe they decided they're done having children and mm-hmm. he's like, all right, well, I want to choose me. Yeah. Right, you have Saturn in this house. Have people ever told you you're selfish? Choose this.
1: That's all I've ever heard. And here's something here's something I'll give you from my perspective because he may not be like me, but he shares this with me. When I feel like I have freedom, right, and you love this because you're Sag, (laughs) but when I feel like I have freedom given to me, like you hand me the keys to my own life, which you shouldn't have to, but just because you're the first person in my life to ever be like, hey, here's the keys back to your car. I feel so much better about being affectionate. What did I, what did I tell you in the beginning? Like if you went back and asked my mom, my ex-wife, anyone in my past, they'd say he was an unaffectionate asshole.
0: And I cannot picture that. And you
1: can't because you gave me that freedom to be me and whoever I am. And then I got to understand who I am because of that. And I was robbed of a childhood. I had to be a parent and, and, Now you've allowed me to explore life while being somebody who makes me feel safe. And so it's a recipe for success.
0: It's the holding sand analogy. Yeah. If you have sand in the palm of your hand and you squeeze it, you say, this is mine. My partner's mine. The more you squeeze and grip, the more it's going to slip out of your fingers and be gone. But if you just hold your hand out, just don't touch it. Just let it go. Even though you're like, oh, it's going to fall out. It won't. It'll sit right there and not move. Mm -hmm. So that's a really good point to bring up. I know you guys feel like we have to continue our Libra joke as soon as he heard Libra son.
1: Yeah. Well, here you go. Okay. Let me just tell you. He has a Libra son. And I'm glad that I get to say this about a man now instead (laughs) of women because I know you ladies were like.
0: Libra ladies are coming for you.
1: Don't make me blow my lashes off coming to find you, boy. But a libra sun man.
0: I bet he's gorgeous. Libra sun Leo rising?
1: He he's probably good looking. Yeah. But he he probably lacks empathy more so than ex, especially her. Yeah. And you can take that with your cancer emotions and that Scorpio mm-hmm. rising like you can be on the low side real easy. Trust me, I got him. You could <laughs> easily look at his lack of empathy and think mm-hmm. this motherfucker doesn't love me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about me. Mm-hmm. And the stories you create from there, He's a narcissist. He's this. When yeah. actually, he's just, he's Libra struggle. They really do struggle.
0: Yeah. Libras aren't indecision. They're the scales. This, yeah. It's hard to balance those things. It's yeah. Libra. So. I did notice in her very first sentence, I believe my husband is low-key a narcissist or what they call a mid-narcissist. So when you say, like, sis, you're looking too into it. Mm -hmm. You're you're spending too much time on the internet because just while you were talking, I Googled mid-narcissist because I've never even heard of that. Mm -hmm. Look at all the YouTube videos. Mm. Look at all the social media content.
1: Look, girl, I'll tell you this much. Whenever I was going through my twin flame, quote-unquote, shit... The worst thing I could have done was Google Ooh. and YouTube and let the videos create a definition that I never would have came up with, and I probably could have made it through a lot easier, but because I let other people dictate what I thought, it was bad. So
0: We're studying Chiron, the wound in the chart. I can't wait to record podcasts, and honestly, give, I'm excited re- for give you. birth chart ratings, just focusing on Chiron, mm-hmm. the wounded healer in your chart. It is... The symbol for Chiron is a key because this is the key that unlocks the subconscious wounds that are keeping you trapped, keeping you stuck. And what's the most common question we get asked here? How do I get unstuck from yep. a job, from a place, from our relationship? Chiron is your answer. And so what we're learning as we dive into this, and I say we because PJ is subjected to me playing the videos throughout the apartment all day, and he's like, oh, that was actually a good line. It's really good stuff. Teacher's great is we're finding that people get into psychology, into the art of being a therapy, whether it's officially through a certification or just as a life coach on the internet, people get into that because they themselves need healing. Mm -hmm. Now, it goes one of two ways, yin and yang, left and right, just like everything in life. You get some therapists who really put in the work to switch their mindset and heal their wounds and think, wow, this level of mental freedom is the bee's knees, is the key to making our society beautiful Mm -hmm. and a utopian world. But then you have people who are like, wait, it feels good just a little bit when I help and heal other people and I deflect. I say this to my girlfriends all the time. Hey, I'm really stressed out today. Tell me something that's going on in your life so I can forget about mine. Yeah, Some therapists and healers do that and they're deflecting. And I think... Look yeah. at all these YouTube videos. 20 wines of the mid-range narcissist. A conversation with a mid-range narcissist. Do you remember April Adams?
1: Yeah. My therapist yeah. from New
0: Hampshire? Yeah. I'll never forget when her and I recorded an episode and she was like, oh, I used to be the worst narcissist ever. And she's like, honestly, if someone says they've never been a narcissist, red flag. <laughs> because we all have. Yeah. It's something we go through. But I would ask someone if you're able to, like, what's wrong? Do you need freedom? Do you need... what? What's going on here? But... What I'm trying to say is that
1: <laughs> there's you just, a 12
0: minute YouTube on the mindset of a middle mid range. This is this is why I said These like are hurt people yeah. recording YouTubes that suck you in because mm-hmm. you get that little sense of what's the word um, liberation validation oh, validation. Thank you. You get that little sense of validation, but the whole time you're googling and researching, you could be having a tough conversation with your partner. You could be going to therapy on your own. You could be going to do something for you. Yeah. If your partner's always choosing themselves, say, "Hey, I'm going to choose myself.
1: I'm going to yeah. take
0: myself on a little vacation. I want to take myself to do something."
1: I think it's hard to, like I get it. I get when you have children, things change. Relationships yeah. change. It's never going to be maybe what it was. Now you're going to have to morph it into what you want it to become. So like I get it, especially females today, like you become mom, you put a lot of emotion into children man isn't doing the same because primarily they're not wired to. And so it changes. It changes the relationship. You see things from a different perspective. And then you, I can validate you. You're good at, like, both of us. We have Scorpio moons. If we heard somebody come to us with a with a sad story or something they were struggling with, we could easily validate them to go deeper into that feeling or we could easily validate them to come out of it. And so when you go searching on the internet for things, and I know from my own experience, you're going to find, and you have podcasts on this, go back and listen to them. Yeah. You're going to find the thing that you want to validate you in the moment to then create whatever that outcome is. If you look at things when you're in a negative perspective, you're going to find more negative perspectives. Yeah. It's just how it works.
0: Yeah, And I would tell her as a woman, like, hey, it already sounds like you want to leave the relationship. There could be a part of you, you're very intuitive, cancer son, Scorpio rising. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to leave. But as a woman, you're like, I have to keep my family together. I have three boys. They need to see their father, who's really kind and a good dad to them. But as she was saying, I can so resonate that the soul contract is done. Once you realize that, but you're not tough enough to just say, I'm done. I'm leaving and get all the backlash from people saying, you need to stay with the father of your kids, and oh, it just pours in. You're going to sit there and pick and find reasons, and it's going to torment you and torture him. You know what I'm saying?
1: Who is the true narcissist in this situation? (laughs) Listen, like, who is the true narcissist in this situation when in your mind it sounds like you don't want to be in the relationship, but what if in his mind he does? So he's walking around all day thinking that he wants to be in this, but he's picking up the energy of like she, you know, and growing up in a house, I bet he grew up in a household like me where he had to feel the emotions and understand what was going on without words being said. So if you didn't want to be with me and you walked around here all day like that, like you were contemplating being in the relationship with me, I'd pick it up. And 89% of the time I'm going to be right in what I feel. And if I tell myself Steph doesn't want to be with me anymore, but why isn't she saying it? Like I see it. The Story. writing's right here. Like yeah. I'm going to then start acting like I need to protect myself because I don't want to feel this emotion that's coming.
0: The undercurrent, yeah. Yeah, absolutely
1: so right. Create have a conversation.
0: Pluto is conjunct his home line, so it's very similar to yours.
1: There you go. I can promise you, take this how you want. Imagine he had a camera inside your inner thoughts, and when you walk around, he already understands what you're thinking and saying with you out e- without you even saying a word, yeah now, what would you do like
0: right, like I wonder if he knows that she's very well versed on the definition of a narcissist and even a mid narcissist, mm-hmm. you know she's been diagnosing him with these things on the internet, and if he doesn't know, yeah, that's how funny is that like the table's turn
1: but again, all we're not saying you are no, we're just saying. We all are. We all me, are.
0: JL. All
1: of us. Hello. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm it's a, me. Hi. Yeah. We're all narcissists. We're all.
1: You know, the biggest group that would be out there, like these AA classes and stuff, yeah. would be Narcissist Anonymous. Hell yeah. Like, everyone would be raising their hand.
0: We don't have to go. But that's where I was like, our society and culture is so contradicting because it's like, have self-confidence, choose you, show up on the internet loud and proud, but not too much because Mm -hmm. if you're too much, you're a narcissist.
1: It's like, what? I saw that meme the other day. It was was three guys playing basketball and one Mm -hmm. girl. And, like, they pass the ball to the girl. She shoots it. She makes it. And the friends look at the guy and go. And so the girl shoots it. She makes it. And then the friends look at the guy and say, Dude, what are you doing? Like, she's only a girl. Like, guard her, block it. And then the next clip, they pass it to the girl. She shoots it. He stuffs it in her face and dunks it on her. And they're like, Dude, it's a girl. Relax. Mm -hmm. And he's like, You can't win in society.
0: Mm -hmm. I can't win. Yeah.
1: And I think of it with this situation,
0: right? I think a lot of the people who literally make Instagram accounts, teaching about narcissism are people who were hurt and so abandoned and betrayed and stung by people who are choosing themselves. But I bet if you were to get the whole story, you wouldn't jump to the conclusion that it's a narcissist. No. So these things are very dangerous. And do I think there are legit people? Of course there are, and there always will be. Human emotions and behavior is something that's been studied since the dawn of time. But the more you focus on it, the more you're going to attract it in your life and maybe yes. even become it. Don't join a pity party of people saying, Yep, I knew it. Here's a checklist to check with your partner. You either leave that relationship or go talk to the person.
1: You, you're 100% right. Imagine, imagine if you had a group of women and all y'all did every day was talk about the negative side of things. Oh, God. You're never going to take that step forward. Nope. You're going to stay stuck where you're at. Yeah. And then at some point in life, you're going to look back and go, why didn't my life change? And it's yeah. like, because you got stuck.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So to answer her question, can you tell a narcissist by their chart? No. And here's the reason why. Because every single sign and every single house has an empowered side in a disempowered side. A Sagittarius is the class favorite. Everybody loves them. They're funny and lighthearted, but they can easily, if they feel like they're being robbed of independence and freedom, dip. You come home, they're gone. What a narcissist. Mm -hmm. Capricorns, the CEOs of the Zodiac, the workaholics who always achieve leaving a legacy. But they're never home. They don't want to be with their kids, narcissists. And
1: at the office, they're only about them.
0: Mm-hmm. A Virgo is known as virgin, pure. They want to help people and be of service, but
1: they never service themselves. They
0: never service themselves, but also they're extremely controlling. Mm-hmm. They don't let people absorb the natural consequences of their own decisions. They rob people of soul development. Whoa, narcissist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Libras, if you guys want to get technical, they are ruled by the scales. Libra is the only sign in the Zodiac that does not have a heartbeat. Yep. Cancer, crab, heartbeat. Pisces, fish, heartbeat. Sagittarius, half horse, half man, heartbeat. Literally. Scorpio, scorpion, heartbeat.
1: Like crabs pull other crabs in the yeah. bucket. Talk about narcissism. We all are.
0: Every single sign in house can show a disempowered side, which technically could fall under the umbrella of narcissism.
1: Problem is, is every single one of us live 60% of our lives, if not more, in the disempowered side yeah. than the empowered side. Yeah. So.
0: It's hard. Yeah. Now the sun sign, we it rules the ego. We typically fall on the disempowered side of it because the ego is strong. The moon sign rules our emotions. Depending on the day and the situation, we're either on the high side of this sign or the low side of it. Try and balance this. The rising sign is this constellation rising over the horizon when we were born. We typically embody the high qualities of it. So that's that. So when you take him, he's a Libra son. Yes, if you look it up in the books, Libras are the narcissists of the Zodiac, if you want to get technical. Yeah. But he's got an Aquarius moon. This is the humanitarian of the Zodiac, so chip away. He's got a Leo rising. He was His soul is riding into the sunrise of self-confidence. He needs to learn the lesson of choosing himself. Well, yes, showing up for responsibilities, but... Yeah being confident showing up on stage and saying it's me I'm great
1: yeah I could see how that like if we just go moons alone don't look at a bunch of aspects and all these things like a Leo moon and an Aquarius moon like
0: they're sister signs. So one is meant to be in front of the camera. Yeah. The other one's meant to be directing the show. Yeah. So they get along beautifully, but they can also be polar opposites who just miss the mark. Yeah. So with these two, yes, the first thing you want to look at, as Baby J. said, is the moon. We've got a fire moon and an air moon. And this is actually pretty compatible because... She fans his flame and his air makes her rise like a hot air balloon. I love to see these two elements in the moon sign. So now that we know that and we still know their situation, we're gonna jump to Venus. She has her Venus in Taurus and he has his Venus in Virgo. We've got two earth signs. They value stability, grounding. This is beautiful for a partnership. He is much more Virgo of let me fix it, let me do things. She is much more... Can you touch me? Can we have a slow dinner together? Her Venus, it's beautiful. Her Venus is in the seventh house of marriage. She loves love. She loves being a wife. It's important to her. His Aquarius moon is on his descendant, his DC marriage line, but in the sixth house. So he loves to work. And by choosing himself, going to work, Maybe if she doesn't feel happy being a stay-at-home mom or a Mm -hmm. caregiver, I can easily see how women go, you're a narcissist. Oh, you're Mm -hmm. just out the company party, and I'm at home with spit up on me? Yeah. Right? It can bring up a whole wound, and this is where I want to pull Chiron in. Yeah, But they sent me charts from Cafe Astrology, so I can't see it. But this is where I would pull that in and say, okay, this marriage can be saved. Absolutely it can. They have beautiful composite.
1: You... You have to, feed back on the ground, from Baby J's Virgo perspective, yeah. you have to ask yourself a series of questions. What is it that I fell in love with? What do I mm-hmm. love about it still? Not what do I hate about it. What do I love about it? How do I see this future playing out? And am I, don't be a narcissist, say, how am I playing a role in the negatives of this relationship? Mm-hmm. And fix them. Don't expect somebody else to fix something if you aren't willing to fix the problem yourself first, right? Like, what are my faults with where we're at right now? And I'm going to fix these. I'm going to work on these. And I'm not going to ask him to work on his. I'm just going to work on me. And as a byproduct, a lot of times what you see, real healthy growth in relationships goes, one climbs up the ladder. We're on two independent ladders. One climbs up five steps. The other one's down below. But they see how we just climb those five. They climb 10. And then we're you know, we just back and forth, back and forth. But somebody has to be the leader. And if you're expecting the other person to be the leader, you're never going to move. Yep. You're always going to stay right where you're at. Yep. And then you're just going to get pissed at each other. So
0: gosh, three boys under six? Yeah. It's That's hard. a lot of activity. Of course yeah. the romance has died. You guys are mom and dad. Yeah. You gotta make money and you've got to take care of a house. That's not sexy. Yeah. That's not fun. And we don't know your situation in terms of having help with the boys, but break the pattern, break the routine. You guys both have placements in your chart that say we like to have fun. Yeah. Go on a trip. It may be awkward. You may have fallen into a rut where you're like, this is awkward because your dad, I'm mom, we forgot that I'm cancer, you're Libra, I'm trying yep. to say their names, and go r- do something to remember that. Go yep. to Costa Rica and learn how to surf, even if you're like, oh, God, I yeah. can fall on my face.
1: You know what? I heard this from, <clears throat> I don't know who I heard it from, but it but it resonated a lot. Go do something together that you both suck at. Yeah. Like, do, don't do do something that one's other. good at and the other one's not. Like, mm-hmm. go do something together that connects you back to each other because you both suck at it. <laughs> like you said, if you've never surfed in your life or even swam, go on a trip and go surf together yeah. and laugh and joke about how bad you both suck yeah. at it yeah. and then watch how you actually grow yes. and support each other through it.
0: Yep.
1: Whatever that is, go yeah. do something together.
0: Now, before we go, I really resonate deeply with the second half of her email where she says she struggled with the thought that they've completed what they came into each other's lives for she feels like the sole contract is done that was exactly how i felt in my partnership there was nothing wrong nothing i couldn't pick I mean, now that I'm out of it, I do see that there was a lot wrong, but it was very subconscious, you know? Like bragging that we never got in a fight. It's like, oh God, that's really bad. (laughs) Yeah. But knowing she is so watery and intuitive and psychic, water placements are psychic, guys. I think when she knows, she knows. Mm -hmm. I think this relationship is beautiful. I think they can co-parent beautifully Cancer Libra. They just want to please the other. But when she says, I see him trying to save the relationship, but will I be running in circles, torturing myself with the hope of things changing? And now she has her Saturn in Pisces. So her Saturn return is coming up. It begins this Thursday, actually. And let me see her Saturn. That's his. Her Saturn in Pis... Oh, oh, oh. Her Saturn is zero degrees Pisces, so to the degree is this weekend.
1: I would ask her... (laughs) To sit back and just, what's, what are some questions from, I'm a man, so I can't really give the right questions. What are some questions, if you could give yourself some really good questions to ask whenever your marriage, you knew your marriage was over, what are some questions you would have asked yourself then? But then also, what are some questions you've asked yourself when we have been in a, a funk or when we have been in a tough situation that would help you define like, oh yeah, this is over. My marriage needed to end, but these are the questions I answered when I needed to actually just work through something with my current partner. What do those look like? <sighs> because it's hard. You, there is no wrong or right decisions. There's only decisions. Mm-hmm. But what are yeah. the questions from a woman's perspective that you would ask in that situation and our situation?
0: I knew it was time to leave my marriage because I started to get curious about dating other people. Okay, And to me, Scorpio, it was like, oh. Yep. Oh. Yep. Because I'm so loyal and, and meshed and contained that it, it gets too much. Mm-hmm. But the, as soon as my eyes start to look outside and think, well, that looks, oh, shit, I'm gone. Whoa, but why did
1: I just feel lust? Holy
0: shit. Yeah. Okay. That's when I'm like, oh. Yep. So I felt that. But then. <laughs> I didn't want to get married. I, go, I was sick to my stomach when I got engaged. Yeah. I had minty bees for the first time in my life when I was wedding planning, yeah. the whole thing. And so I look at that and I'm like, You've, you haven't wanted to do this. And then how I knew this whole contract was up and he taught me a lot and I taught him what he needed to is there was just no emotion. Mm-hmm. When I filed for divorce, I didn't cry. I didn't feel happy. I was just like, this is what you do. It, mm-hmm. it felt like I had an appointment to show up, and I did. And
1: So then, that's awesome. What are the questions now, because we give her both sides of the coin as a woman, what are the questions now that you've had to ask yourself in our relationship that helped you identify, like, yes, this is something I want to continue working on? What do those look like?
0: If we broke up and I had something incredible happen to me or something terrifying, mm. Would he be the first person I'd want to call?
1: That's a good one. That's a good one.
0: And I like her. I'm very watery, and I see us traveling internationally all the time. That's a and good so one. I'm like, I don't know if we're meant to be together forever in this lifetime, but I just feel there's so much more we have to do.
1: That's a good one. Yeah, With I don't know if we're meant to be together forever, but I know that we're still meant to do a lot. Yeah, together. Yeah, good. I like that.
0: And then as my ex-husband and I started to fall apart, I started to see his true character that was hidden. He had Aquarius moon as well. And I started to see, oh, you know, we've never had stress because we were just mum. We mm-hmm. never talked about anything. And now that I'm seeing your true character under stress, you know, I want to be a mom someday back then, I thought. And I thought, kids are stressful. They're, mm-hmm. they're beautiful, but yo, they are still this. Yeah. If he behaves like this in front of children, absolutely. Absolutely not and so I honestly I thought of my unborn children black moon Lilith in the fifth house baby
1: it's cool it's cool that you got to experience that in your previous marriage and say "Mm, character isn't what I'd want in front of children and then we have gotten to have conversations like real adults should in front of the boys before and it was like oh and same for me I wish I could go back and tell my ex-wife to ask her a few, like ask yourself a few questions. Like we're fixing to go up to the altar. Mm -hmm. We both feel this is off, but answer this. What is it that truly keeps you in the relationship with me? And I think for her, she, at that time, she would have said security, money, safety. (laughs) And it's like, well, wait a minute. Those aren't reasons to be with me. Right? Like those, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not mad at you that you were with me for those, but it's, you can't be with somebody for those reasons because it'll never last and Mm -hmm. you're going to hold me back from what I need to truly experience and I'm never going to know so I'm going to hold you back from experiencing what you need to experience all because of that one question that you didn't answer because nobody knew how to tell you the question to ask yourself. And so questions over statements, always.
0: Her Saturn, her karmic lesson where she may feel restrictions and limitations is in the fourth house of home. And Saturn being in Pisces, all of my people with this placement, you guys are whimsical. You love fantasy. You love to fall in love with the potential of someone rather than who they are. And for her, this shows up at home. I'm sure this is something she's inherited. I'd imagine her home life as a child was similar to what she's now created and experiencing. Mm -hmm. And so with this placement, could there be a separation? Yeah. Could you decide I'm ready to pull off the blinders and the rose-colored glasses and I want this home to be my rock? Absolutely, because Saturn is self-discipline and great rewards. So if you see Saturn in the fourth house, home is a little difficult, stretches my soul, but if I show up and put in the work, I can really have a firm-rooted home life.
1: Choose your heart. Divorce is hard. Marriage is hard. Choose which one you want to go with. Yeah. Having kids is hard. Not having kids can be hard. Yeah, just choose the hard that fills your soul more so.
0: Scorpio rising as she becomes the alchemist of letting go, mm-hmm. of transmuting poison into medicine, mm-hmm. of handling difficult situations. So you know she is at a crossroads with her Saturn return. This is I'm glad she wrote in and we're reading this when we are because. This is big Saturn return energy. She has two difficult roads, but each one leads to a beautiful reward. She can either sit and go to therapy or discuss things and talk and put boundaries. This is big Saturn and Pisces energy. Put boundaries with herself to stop searching the internet and reading about narcissism and gaslighting and manipulation. Like pour your energy into what you want it to be. Or she can choose to leave the relationship. She's very psychic. She knows she knows what to do. And if that is the decision, it's not easy when it's done. But she'll How she'll d- make it work. And then it could lead to her finding the true love of her life and her boys getting to see healthy relationships from both mom and dad. So you see there's beautiful rewards at either road, but mm. welcome to your Saturn return. This is what we have to do. It's called the initiation into adulthood. You've got to step up and talk and parent yourself no more reading these things and having it's time to have the difficult conversations that adults do yeah. or you put the real big girl panties on and you go to the courthouse and get divorced
1: it's um i get it we all want the answer we all want somebody to tell us this is what you do what career i'm supposed to be doing and i go do it like we we want to be told but at the end of the day we're the only one who can make that decision and yeah. a lot of times we fear heartbreak yeah. We do. I fear not being with you and, and Jeffrey. Like, I fear it. But do I know that if I'm doing the things that I love and I have pure intent, if we're supposed to be, we're going to be. And if we're not, we're not. Yeah. And I also know that it's hard when you have children. Mm-hmm. I had to leave my marriage that had children. And so it's hard. I get it. But at the end of the day, what do you want your children to remember you as? And who do you want to be when this life's over? Do you want to be able to, to look back on the script of your life and say, like, you know what? I made some really hard decisions. I do have a few regrets, and that's okay. We all do. But am I happy with the route that I chose and the, the, the person I became? Because ultimately everything at the end of the day is always yeah. changing, moving, evolving. Nothing is stagnant, and you don't want to be caught sitting there waiting when you could have made a decision.
0: Yep. So welcome to your Saturn return friend. Can you tell a narcissist by their chart? No. You can never tell a narcissist and we all have a little bit of that in us. So I would actually encourage people to not fuck with the definition, not look at it, don't follow the Instagrams because it will drive you bananas and you'll all of a sudden think everybody around you is a narcissist and it can get very scary. Love always your Scorpio eighth house ruled sis who's Mm. been there, done that. You cannot tell a narcissist by their chart. And as for your relationship, you've got two choices to make. They won't be easy, but what they will lead to is exactly what your soul and Scorpio rising is craving. Yeah. Promise you that. I promise you that. We are here for you. I'm going to email her after this and offer her a free reading, private reading. Nice. And that's that. I think that was a good one.
1: I do too. Hopefully That helps. That's cool. It's cool that it was like r- we recorded this to maybe help her with some questions, yeah. Right on her Saturn return, because I wish I wished I <laughs> oh wish I wish <laughs> somebody could have given me a few questions to answer for myself oh, during mine. My it would have changed my life and saved me a yeah. lot of very hard moments.
0: We were going at it in the dark. Yep. I had just discovered at the turn of my Saturn return what a moon sign is.
1: I had discovered what a barrel of a gun felt like in my mouth. That's terrible. It is, but that's the truth. And I wished somebody would have had a platform like you that said, hey, hit me up. Maybe I can read your stuff. Maybe I can help you out. And here's some questions. Mm -hmm. It would have changed my life. So I hope it Same. Helps.
0: The Saturn and Pisces generation, it's just beautiful how much they are in tune with this. And I, God, since my Saturn and Pisces podcast that's all my readings are Saturn and Pisces people saying, what do I do? How do I prepare? It's awesome because Saturn return is so fun. If you put in the work, if yep. you're ready to do the self-discipline, you guys should be looking forward to what's to come. It's mm-hmm. incredible. Now, her Pluto is in the first house. So this is someone who is supposed to choose themselves learn how to choose themselves so he's actually perfect everything he's doing that triggers you to think he's a narcissist is actually what she's supposed to be doing <laughs> it's pretty wild they have very when she says we've got a soul contract oh yes you guys do if you're gonna beautiful way.
1: i love what tony robbins said mm-hmm. it's the only thing that stuck with me if you're gonna blame somebody for the bad you better blame them for the good too yeah. and i think this is one of those situations
0: mm-hmm All right, friend. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for writing in. If you guys want your story read on air along with your birth chart, email it to spowers at lightworkers-lounge.com. And we will check it out and give you some advice with our feet on the ground. Head in the stars.
1: Peace.